Welcome to Two Pizza Marketing, a podcast for small team marketers. You might have heard of the two pizza rule, which says the most agile, effective teams are ones small enough to only need two pizzas for a team meeting. On this podcast, every episode will be a candid, relatable conversation with a small team marketer, someone who is creating success on a scrappy level, learning from failures, and trying to stay sane. Whether you're on a team of one or eight, or you're wanting to join a small marketing team, this show is for you. Hello, listeners. I am here with Mila DiBella. She is the marketing manager at Flying Cat Marketing. Welcome to the podcast. I've been seeing your content all over LinkedIn. She's another LinkedIn enthusiast like myself, and she's posting real-time marketing experiences and so many other things on LinkedIn. So I asked her to come on the podcast because one, I wanted to meet you and I just love networking in general. And I wanted to meet another LinkedIn enthusiast discussing a similar topic as myself. Will you give our listeners a little intro into what you're doing? Yeah. So hi, everyone. And hi, Ashley. Thanks for having me here. I'm so excited. I've been waiting this for this moment for quite a while since you contacted <laughs> yeah. me. I think it was like a month. So I had time to prepare. Let's say. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm a marketing manager at Flying Cup Marketing, the first marketing hire at the agency. And right now, my job is to build an audience for our B2B SaaS company. We do holistic SEO for B2B SaaS companies that are in high growth. And right now, the goal is building an audience, but later on, it will be building the department and hiring my, my teammates and yeah, and just leading marketing at Flying Cat. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because it, we have already started to get really real with each other. And we've only known each other now for like 20 minutes. Uh, before <laughs> we started recording, we found some other common traits. Not only are we creating similar content on LinkedIn, but you are now starting to host a podcast as well. Yeah. And one of the things I shared with her is that I won't go back and listen to my first episode because <laughs> I feel like I sound so tense and like nervous, which like, Obviously it's a learning curve and like that's to be expected. So I should give myself more grace, but it's so interesting when you like do these new things in marketing, you start to notice things about yourself that you wouldn't, Mm. if you wouldn't have done it in the first place. So I'll give you an example. I I told her that I feel like in the first episode, I don't sound as authentic and like, Mm -hmm you hear people preach all the time in marketing to be authentic, to show your personality, but it's a lot harder than you think when the cameras are on, right? I'm curious as a new podcast host, have you experienced anything similar? My problem is normally with choosing the words Mm -hmm. myself with podcasting because I'm not a native speaker. So that's not natural for me, but, um, in terms of showing myself in uh, my personality, I think, yeah, this is my true self. But because I've been a client account manager and I had to develop these communication skills and being in front of the camera and leading calls. So it pretty much feels like that, at least uh, podcasting. Yeah. I would prefer it if it would be just audio and not video because <laughs> I see myself 
right at the screen, that's pretty odd. You know, you normally don't, or at least I normally don't see myself talking and expressing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and I had to go back to my episodes because I edited them myself. And I was like, oh my God, mm -hmm. I need to cut the like, because yeah. it was always like, 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 and it uh -huh. couldn't understand a thing. <laughs> but yeah of course it's a it's a learning curve and episode two wasn't didn't have any likes mm -hmm. so that's yeah good. that's progress yeah my first episode yeah. I didn't edit at all so that's why it's hard for me to go build back up the courage and go back yeah <laughs> <laughs> but another topic that we're going to discuss today for our listeners is burnout I made a post about it recently and we were discussing um, a few challenges that we've been facing recently. And a lot of it was centered around burnout. We're going to get real, real, real quick. That was way too many reels, but I'm trying to be more <laughs> authentic. Can you tell? <laughs> Before we dive into those two main topics for today, I wanted to ask more about you and your career journey so far. So we yeah. give our listeners a little background to what you've been up to career-wise. Well, I started social communications at uni. I didn't really have any corporate or marketing or any of those things that you learn at a normal marketing or business career. So it was very much journalism. The only thing that I think that I learned was to write and write a lot. So when I first started my let's say marketing career, I started as community manager, freelancing, that was B2C and then customer support also in B2C and customer see it's real tough. Mm -hmm. It's really tough. So then I went to B2B and that was more gentle, mm -hmm. thank God. <laughs> and then I content marketing and writing, freelancing, Normally with early stage startups. And finally, I I was hired for flying cart marketing last November as a client account manager. And that was amazing, an amazing role for me because it kind of like combined all my skills. And recently I started as marketing manager to build the department. So yeah, I think that's that's about it. Yeah, it's not that much, really. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. That's exciting to be the yeah. first hire and and that you're going to build out a marketing team. I don't know. It just feels different, probably because I have an amazing team and leadership mm -hmm. that is helping me and supporting me. That I those are things that I've never had before. Okay, and nice. it makes a complete difference. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Pretty exciting. That's very exciting to be the first hire for marketing. All right. Will you tell me about a time when you found yourself in a mess or a hurdle, a challenge because you were on a small team? Or maybe we had discussed a low point and that was burnout yeah. for you. Will you discuss yeah. this a little bit? Yeah. Well, had any hurdles, but yes, like I told you, one of a very low point that I had was this year, early this year, when I was, um, so I was living in Georgia next to Russia and Ukraine when the war started. And that was a very uh, difficult time because I was 
honestly very scared. And we had to flee immediately because we were scared. Uh, and to Portugal, where I am now, and that was completely unexpected, not planned and out of the blue with all that uh, moving to another country, to another continent entails. And I didn't stop working because I needed to focus somewhere else. But at the same time, all this stress and in managing clients, of course, is it's a it's it's not an easy task. You have like 200 meetings per day. And um, and that was very difficult. I felt like I was burning out very fast. Um, so what I did was first. And this is something that I hadn't done before because of what I just said. I, I've never had a, like a supporting team behind me. And this time I went to my manager and I explained the situation. I almost cry with her um, because I, I didn't know what to do. It was just a brain freeze. Mm -hmm. And I felt like everything was falling apart. I couldn't really handle anything. It, it was very, very difficult for me to process stuff and to think clearly, like you define it when we were talking before, it's like a, a fog, a brain fog. Mm -hmm. So working with my manager, she helped me create some sort of plan. And she told me, take all the time that you need to really go out and take a walk or, or clear your mind. And I think what was very important as well was something that Maeva, my CEO, told us at the beginning of the year. And this and this got stuck with me because it's so important. And I haven't I hadn't even considered this before. She said that our mental health is part of our job responsibility. And that is so true. It's actually not it's part of your responsibility as as, as a human being. But you need to bring that also to your role and to your responsibilities with your team, because otherwise, if you're not mentally healthy, um, your team's going to suffer. And that's not fair for them, not for you, but not for them as well. So I explained this to my team and everyone was very supported. The first thing was I spoke up with my manager, then with my team. I took advantage of the PTO that we have because that's what it is there for. And also, I think this was this made a lot of difference was that I started being intentionally self-aware of how I was feeling at work and what were the things that were working for me and, and whatnot. Yeah. So when I finished the day, it's like you kind of do a stand up with yourself. But asking the questions, how do I feel? Like, how did I feel before? Do I feel like I have been procrastinating or maybe I've been, I haven't completed anything, but I, I've been working so much, but I haven't actually completed anything. Mm -hmm. So I think, and also being very consistent because when you're burning out, nothing is very clear. And I, I had the feeling that I was doing everything wrong 
or I was not being supporting enough with my team because I was I was a clinical manager and I was leaving a group of of, of people in, inside my company. And when you feel that you are not doing enough, sometimes it's just one moment. And you need to actively register what you do every day so that when you feel that way, you go back to your record and see, okay, no, actually this is not. It's kind of like a reality check. And that helped me a lot to overcome this feeling of frustration and, and energy drain. The, the, the good thing is that, and this is, for me, it's a privilege that I have that our flying cat, we are very, very serious about mental health and being and, and well-being overall. We have calm and we go back to this again and again. We have a mental health Slack channel. So we are very, very open across the company. And that also is very, it helps a lot to yeah. be able to be transparent. Yeah, I, I love that they're prioritizing mental health over at Flying Cats. I've had burnout described to me as when you just have so many thoughts jumbled mm. up inside of your head. Because then when, and that's where the fog reference comes from, because you're just foggy from having so many different projects on your mind or emails and slacks that you need to get back to that you start to burn out because you can't prioritize what you should do next. I think it is hard to recognize when you're burning out and it's something like you almost have to go through to know. And I personally burn out very easily. And a lot of it has to do with your environment. So I'm that makes complete sense why you were burning out and why that was a low point for you. So I'm sorry that you mm -hmm. have to go through that. When it comes to recognizing when you're burning out, what would you say to our listeners to just be mindful of? Because you talked about being more aware of when these things mm -hmm. are happening. Have you found something that has consistently worked for you to recognize when you're burning out? I think that basically is asking myself if I am feeling happy in my job. So that's indicator number one. If, if, if you're feeling joy at your work, I mean, we all have a bad day, but if you are consistently having bad days and you can't sleep. That, that's another way that it manifests with me. Mm -hmm. I can't sleep or I maybe wake up in the middle of the night uh, thinking about something from work mm -hmm. or I don't go out that often, you know, I mean, out not to, to a nightclub just to see the sun and just take a walk. Those are red flags for me. If you feel that you're burning out, it's probably because you are. Yes, it's, it's just like that simple. <laughs> yeah, and and I went to this master classes or workshop that they do in different about different topics, and one of these was burnout, how to navigate burnout or something of the sort, and they were saying that if you feel like you are burning out, it's pro because probably you are, and I asked how do you, like no one has said you know, like a, a doctor or, or a psychologist, no one told me you have burnout. But they say that's because it's very difficult to diagnose. Mm -hmm. um, everyone can present that in a different way. So it's not that you you have some symptoms that you might present, but it could, 
you could present it in, in, in very different forms. Yeah. So it's very difficult to frame that in or put it in, in a box or, or just, you know, a checklist. And then yeah. if you take all the boxes, yes, you're, you have burnout. Yeah. So, but I would say that your overall happiness at work. That's great advice. And I think as marketers at early stage startups, you might experience burnout more than others. And if you are exper experiencing burnout right now, I made a recent post about how you could navigate this. And I said, going on no phone walks or turning mm -hmm. your Slack off when you go to create content. I also said to decompress from the day instead of reading a self-help book here and there, maybe you throw in a not a fictional thriller or something, something mm -hmm. to get your mind away from the workday. Mm -hmm. I also always advocate for a group fitness class because I am a bar instructor. So I love to promote <laughs> that when I can. There are so many, so many ways to get out of burnout, but it might just take some time for you to figure out what works for you because it's different for everyone. Yeah. Well, like now I'm, I'm recalling another, another thing that was very important to me and that is not that popular, that common is check your boundaries mm -hmm. because it might be the case that you are not setting the right boundaries or else or worse, you're not respecting your own boundaries. Mm -hmm. So I think that burnout comes when you, or at least when it's work-related, when you just push yourself too hard. And that's, that's is clearly a lack of boundaries, of clear boundaries. Mm -hmm. For me, it was uh, because I have perfectionism traits. It was always... Someone would ask me to do something. There was no way I would say no. Of course that I would do it because I always can. Like I, I felt like I was the superhero and I should have everything done. So the shift to me was what if, because I had been freelancing before and this didn't happen when I was freelancing, but it did happen. It always happened when I was in in-house. So I asked myself, what was the difference between those two ways to work? Mm -hmm. And the difference was that to a client, I could tell them that I couldn't do that because I didn't have time. Mm -hmm. I could completely and, and confidently say no to a client. But that didn't happen to me when I was in-house but because I felt like if someone's paying me to do something that I should do everything. And that's not the case. My workload shouldn't change and my boundaries shouldn't change. So my shift was to take my employer as if it was my client. And that, that simple mindset shift changed it all because I would, you know, compare. So if this was something that a client is telling me, what would I reply? And that completely changed it for me because I could set healthy boundaries and explain, of course, explain the why. It's just, it's not just, I won't do it, but explaining is very, well, of course, explaining the why with any situation and with any person is going to work better than if you don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
another thing that you had discussed before we started recording was partnering up with your manager. And oh, so yes. I think another thing with burnout, it can happen. It doesn't always happen. But if you're not motivated in your role because you haven't had any career development or you don't have a clear path of what's to come, I think that is one reason that people can burn out. So you had mentioned that you would give the advice to our listeners to partner up with your manager, not only just for burnout, but to have a clear path of what you're doing as a marketer at that company. Will you elaborate on that? Yeah. I've always felt like my managers or actually any teammate at Flying Cat is very supportive and very, um, they actually listen. And, and, you know, when you say something or suggest something that is not working and then you see it that the next day someone has taken action on it, that's really listening and caring. So um, when this happened to me, I, I went to my manager and some people feel like, managers are so distant, Mm -hmm. you know, that they're just telling you what to do and that's it. But actually it's the opposite. You're when you, at least in my company, we like to, to perform servant leadership, which means that your manager should be the one helping you be the best teammate uh, or be be the best you can do at your work, uh, be more productive. So If this is the case, then at least in my position, I went to my manager and she helped me identify what was important. For example, when you're burning out or you're burned out, it's very difficult to prioritize. Everything feels urgent and important. So having someone else do a reality check with you and really tell you, no, like you are doing something wrong or you're doing something right or the the reflection that you have in yourself is not the right one. That has been completely uh, invaluable to me because I could totally rely on them. I would say partnering up with your manager is something that I would have liked to have started sooner because I feel like sometimes because they are the ones that are doing your performance review uh, and you don't want to appear vulnerable or like you are performing poorly. I don't know any other way rather than being transparent. They're there to guide you. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't agree with this anymore. Um, as a company, one of our core beliefs is transparency. And so I've always used that to, to go to my manager and be like, I'm going to be transparent. We're having a, we call it real talk because our company's called Reeling for real estate technology. So I will go to her and I'm so fortunate. And I hope that if she's listening, Robin, so fortunate for you. She just went on maternity leave today. So I'm kind of sad that she's leaving us for a little bit, but totally understand. But I could not be more appreciative of her leadership because I remember being new to B2B SaaS, trying to navigate the industry and being at an early stage startup. I, I needed someone to be there and I didn't know if your, your boss could also be your mentor and they can, and they Mm -hmm. should, they should help guide you. Should, they should cheer you on. They should help you navigate this career that you're in with marketing. And so 
I'm very appreciative of her. She's helped create a career development plan, helped me get my promotion. And I'm also wanting to do that for her too. And so um, I've been very appreciative of the fact that I'm able to, to do that for her too. So, yes. A shout out to Pilar and Maeva from my side because they have been amazing and they have helped me develop my career in, in myself and my skills. Yes. So yeah, it's so important to have a good manager. And if you go to your manager and they, you don't feel comfortable there, then probably it's not. You need to start thinking if it's the right place yeah. for you because that shouldn't happen. Um, yeah, and then you yeah. might experience burnout more often, which is a bad sign and maybe a sign, yeah, that you have to look elsewhere, so... I think that's great advice. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. I've enjoyed this conversation. I want you to go ahead and tell our listeners how they can find you. So well, thanks for having me. This has been amazing um, and I really enjoyed it. I, I hope that we can keep talking about this later on in a different episode or on LinkedIn or just a coffee chat between us two because um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And how people can find me. So of course on LinkedIn, uh, I am Mila Divela, just my name. And well, you can find me of course through Flying Cup Marketing um, from the, our company page. And this is the only platform that I'm active on, to be honest. I, I have a Twitter, but I don't use it. I have Instagram, but I also don't use it. So it's just LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, <laughs> I love it. LinkedIn creator. And also, sorry, and also probably the podcast, which we are relaunching a new, a rebranded version of the podcast. So it's called the SEO Growth Podcast. So you can find me there as well. Wonderful. All right. Well, listeners, Melissa will join you next week. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, Two Pizza Marketer. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or topics to suggest, we are always happy to hear from you. So send us an email at two, that's the number two, pizzamarketers at gmail.com or find us on Linktree at Two Pizza Marketing. Until next time, keep having fun and try to stay sane in the marvelous mess that is Two Pizza Marketing. <laughs>